East Clare Life is sponsored by James and David Corbett, Agricultural Contractors, Scarif. Now we're delighted today to bring out our next instalment of East Clare Life. And today we're delighted to be joined in studio by Brian Toohey from Coos, Whitegate slash County Galway. Good afternoon, Brian. You're very welcome to Scarf Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much. And my co-host for this um, East Clare Life special is Jacko Tracy from Highgate. You're very welcome, Jacko. Thanks very much, Marie. Uh, he took me along. Very kind of him. Absolutely. He's a great <laughs> yeah. taxi man, isn't he, yeah, Brian? He is, yeah. Yeah. He brought you in. Well, now it was it was Jacko's suggestion to have you in today. He thought you'd be a very good candidate to have a chat, and we're delighted to speak well, to I you. Well, I don't know about that, but so we'll see. We'll go with the flow. <laughs> we'll we'll start from scratch anyway. Right. Okay. Okay, Brian, do you want to start and tell us a little bit, were you born down in Coos? A little was, bit about yeah. your childhood. 35, okay. yeah. 1935? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. You're giving away your age there now without knowing well, what it. can I do? I can't <laughs> help it, sure. And looking very well you are for your age, I <laughs> might add. Oh, well, I'm okay. You know, I'm happy enough to be as good as I am. Great. Yeah. And tell us about your, your primary education. Well, that's... Um, took place in a place called Derry Uber. Uh, it's just uh, a couple of miles over the road, near Gorsini. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was quite okay. We had good teachers and nice teachers and um, a good crowd of uh, kids going from coast. We were all wa- it was all walking, walking that time. And we walked to school and uh, in the summertime we'd leave off the shoes. Right. Yeah. And, um, it didn't do you any harm? Not a bit. And as time went on, <clears throat> as we got a bit hardier, we came into the war years in the 40s. Okay. And um, <clears throat> at that time, it was hard to get uh, shoes or uh, boots or sk- leather with scales. Right. And uh, <clears throat> we wore uh, wooden soled shoes, and they were called clogs. Okay. Did you ever hear of them? It is. They're Dutch, is it? Well, they're, they're, aren't they? I don't know, know, the, yeah. know what the word clog means. They came means. back in plastic in, the, in latter years anyway. Yeah, but uh, just a, a, wooden, yeah. a wooden sole. Okay. And you'd hear it coming a mile away. <laughs> you were <laughs> clip-clopping down the road, were, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And were they uncomfortable compared to the leather? Oh, they were okay, yeah. Okay, they weren't very heavy. Well, they were a novelty to us yes. at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, but le- le- leather was scarce, and that, that was the reason, I think. Okay, of course. For, uh, for a period. That's one memory I have. Uh, right. And then, of course, uh, <clears throat> if we were playing any games or hurling that time, so I thought we had no hurlers. There were only, um, what we call it, crooks. Uh, yeah. You know what the crook yeah. is, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Could you describe a crook, maybe? John might It would be just a kind of a branch off a tree with a little turn at the end. Yeah. Okay. Naturally yeah. turned. Naturally turned. Right. Yeah, 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 not that, made that, of that, that, not of it. That's right. Of anything that just okay. had a natural that's turn. That's right, yeah. Oh. yeah. But there was no thing getting a hurley. No, there was no such thing as a hen made a hurley. Or there was no, nobody, yes. no. Right, that's right. It was to yeah. come much later, I think. And they were called a crook. Yeah. A crook, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. A crook is a different thing today. It is, it is. Brian, would you like to tell us about the Tuohy family, your parents and your siblings before? Right. Well, my parents, um, uh, first of all, I said they were very good and uh, they were very um, energetic and, uh, and uh, <coughs> all, 
about a bit of business. Very good. As well as the shop at the time. And your father had the initials MV, is that right? That's right, Michael Vincent. Yeah, that's yes. right. And that still appears uh, on your letterheads. We've kept yeah. him going all the time. Very good. Right. That's right. And um, and your mother's name? My mother's name was uh, Conroy from Rothmore, down in uh, you know, Roth, the family yeah. of the parish. Yeah, yeah. So um, they were neighbours. Yeah, <coughs> and um, I'd have to say they were good people and nice, but anyhow, uh, the siblings, I had three, do- uh, three sisters and three and two brothers. Okay, right. six of you. Six, three of each, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, <coughs> well, one sister, the youngest sister, she died very young at 47 years of age, below Cork. And... Um, the older sister died there a few years ago. She was in her 90s. Okay. And uh, the other died, mid, uh, two brothers died around the 50s. Right. And um, another sister, she died around 75 or that. So, but they all went their own way. Like, yeah. And, yes, uh, yeah, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they that's all moved right. away from home. Kind it of, is, yeah, yeah. That, that's right, yeah. And I was the one that remained really? on, and yeah. So after the school in Ballinasloe, then you returned to Coos. I did, yeah. Very good. And uh, <clears throat> and before that, your father had a small grocery shop. Correct. Well, not a small one. It was and the only grocery shop uh, for miles it? around. That's all, but you're, um, it was small at the same time. But, yeah. Uh, it was very localised. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And, um, and this decade of the 40s now... Must have been a terrible time for small shops oh, and well, for every house in the country. It was a terrible. Uh, so, uh, the ration books were out that day. You know the ration yes. books? Were yeah. Tea and sugar and. Tough times. Uh, uh, oh, tough times, that's right, yeah. That's yeah. right. You, you flour and all that, that was all rationed, yeah. And. Um, that must have meant a lot of work for the shopkeeper to keep record of coupons coming and then getting supplies. Oh, it did. To replace yeah, what was yeah, given and, out. And, and it was so important to have the coupons. You get nothing without the coupons. And I had your, I had your little book. Yes. yes. And uh, pages of coupons in it. And if, when you get your messages or groceries, yeah. whatever, you tell off so many coupons. You would have okay. to have so many coupons to, to, uh, to buy get your supplies. To, yeah. to get your supplies of right. the goods that were rationed at okay. the time. Yeah. And that must have been difficult to put you in difficult situations at times as well. With, there was well, a lot of large families. You had to have your coupons when yeah. you went to go. The shopkeeper had to have them when he went to go get his supplies again. He wouldn't get any without the coupons oh, either. Okay, that's right. the way it worked. Right, okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Gosh. So the shop then began to grow. Well... Not until, um, as we mentioned, uh, when the rural electrification came yes. along, that changed a lot of things, all right. right. Okay. Yeah. The 1950s? Yeah, the 1950s, that's okay. right. Well, he had branched out a bit into more agri-business in the 40s, all right. During the war years, um, the, um, <coughs> the government of the day they uh, brought out com- compulsory tillage okay. uh, for uh, farmers that yes. had to till a certain amount of their land, land a percentage, to grow the, uh, the essentials of wheat and okay. for, for their own upkeep. Right. And um, 
which they did. And uh, <coughs> in do and good, uh, sorry, no. Oh, not at all. So uh, everybody had to have the bit of tillage then, Brian? They had to, yeah. Everyone had to have a bit of tillage and had to throw the grain. Right. But they hadn't much money at the time to, to okay. buy the grain. Yes. The seed grain. To sort, right. So my father handled that business and uh, he gave out the seed grain. He imported seeds, did he? To well, there were, no, there were seed assemblers here in Ireland. Okay, sorry, right. And he bought, uh, bought it from them. Okay. And he in turn then uh, gave it out to the farmers. Right. On credit. Okay. However, he managed the credit. I suppose he got a few quid from the bank. I suppose. Yes, yes, yeah. But in, uh, and uh, he gave it to the farmers on the basis that that paid when the, in the harvest time. Right, when the crop had been ready. And he got yeah. back. He bought back the grain. Then okay. what surplus grain they had to sell. And they made a few quid as well. Okay, so it was a win-win for everybody, wasn't it? Oh, it was, yeah. It was a big risk to take in and, those days, and wasn't that, it? Well, in, in the, in, in the litting of our, um, in selling the seed to the farmers, he charged an interest on it at the time. Right. And um, I'm not going to give you an example of an interest. If the particular amount of their grain was four pounds. Okay. That's what I call a barrel of wheat, too. Right. And um, it charged two and sixpence in all money credit to the harvest. Oh, okay. And people were very glad to get it that way. Of course they were. And, yeah. uh, and all people were very honest when the harvest came. If they had only two bags of uh, corn to sell. Yeah, grain, yeah. They'd sell it, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, and, pay, and pay for it, yeah. So in, my father, he built up a, a big business in that line at that time. Wasn't he very enterprising? He was, and uh, it, 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 um, it paid off well. Yes. Because there was a follow-up on that after. Right. Yeah, they, they became customers. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Very interesting. You might well, remember some of that, Jacko, I don't. Well, I remember <laughs> hearing about the compulsory tillage and yeah. the ration books as well. That's right. But yeah. at that time, Brian, families, they were nearly self-sufficient. They'd have a cow or a couple. Oh, God, they'd have the pigs, they'd have their own poultry. They would, yeah. You know, and they were able to, to, to get by. They were. what they were producing. That's right. Yeah. And the slogan that time, that uh, one more cow, one more sow, one more acre under the plough. Wow. That's what okay. they got, yeah. yeah. To get an extra cow, an extra sow. The sow is a great um, mm. asset to the small farmer, okay. too. Breeding the pigs, pigs. and bonnets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had, if they had, uh, usually they had a pig to kill right. for themselves. And so that would keep them going for, like, they'd salt it and everything to preserve oh, it. Oh, you're dead right. Yeah. That, that's right. Oh, that was the way it was done, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so and they would trade in eggs, maybe. Oh, yeah, eggs were a big business <laughs> yeah. at that time. Yeah, that's right. So, um, as, as Jacko says, a lot of families were self-sufficient with their their grain and their vegetables as well. So everybody had a correct. vegetable garden. They had, yeah. You know, and as John said, the eggs. Yeah. 
or yeah. the Hindus were, yeah. were a big, big asset. Yeah. Or Jethro. Every every house of Hindus, I suppose. Most most um, families, our housewives don't need to buy the week shopping with the eggs and maybe okay. have a have a bit of change going home. Go away. Well, that was a big help. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it was. And I suppose most families in, in every parish really in a rural area were all depending on agriculture really at the time, were they? Oh they were. Yeah. They were, yeah. They were. There was nothing else there. There was no industry in the rural areas anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There yeah. was nothing around, no. And then the rural electrification was mid nineteen fifties. Well, 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 strange enough, now we had it in 49. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Um, why, I suppose it was so near Arnold Crusher. Or that. Right, okay. Yeah, those pockets that it's, it's got it earlier than others. Right. But at that time, they, they carried out a survey in each village to know who wanted it and who didn't want it. Okay. And so it was only about half and half at that time. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot of people thought it too. too I would say a lot of people. Some people thought yeah. expensive and too dangerous. Oh yes. right, okay. Yeah. Well, of course, it was new horizons, wasn't it? People. Didn't oh, so correct. That's was right. Exactly. Really. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, so it was completely, completely new. It was a revolution, really. Yes, right? of course. That's all. No doubt. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. And it must have made a huge difference to your business. Well, it did, uh, but it took a little bit of time, all right, right. before people started, uh, okay, they might buy an electric kettle. Yeah. But it took a while before they started buying washing machines of and course. fridges and right. all that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, did, it did help, oh yeah, yeah there's no doubt about it, yeah. Some people for a long time still refer to the light bill. It was only light <laughs> and nothing else. Oh, and bit God, by bit right. then, the light bill there was right. a plug in the kitchen and then maybe the cookers weren't to come for another while, you know. Oh, they did yeah. not. No, no. Yeah. Oh, in the beginning, most houses, they, they just have one light, nice. one switch yeah. and one plug. Okay. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. And and they were delighted to have it because oh, it was yes, such a were, phenomenon the way, at the yeah. time. And uh, yeah. a lot of handy men, handy fellas, they got in on the act of installing the... Uh, oh, OK, switch, the plug and the lights, yeah. Plug and lights, yeah. <laughs> That's right. They might yeah. be certified electricians, but they were able to do the job, were they? Correct. <laughs> well, they, they didn't need any certificate that time. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny you say that now, Jack. You know, a lot of elderly people still refer to when the electricity bill comes, the light bill came yet today. Uh, you know, and I never realised where it came from. Obviously, yeah, that's where that it came it. from. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Everybody would have to be in and see it for the men of the house to turn it on, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yes. Right. Yeah. There was one woman not too far away from us, and she was talking about it. It's so handy. All you have to do is bruise it. She says, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So the business kept building up then, Brian, from then on, really, did it? It did, really, yeah. <clears throat> That's right, um... Well, we got, got into more agribusiness all the time. Okay. And um, fertilizers and feed and stuff right. became a big business. And that uh, <coughs> that all involved having trucks to handle all that. Deliveries, stuff. of That's course. That's right, yeah. yeah. And uh, <coughs> at, at that time, <coughs> there wasn't as much road transport as there is today now, but... 
a lot of that fertilizer and feeds the Kimber Canal to okay. Mount Shannon. Right. And to White Gear. Don't know Williamstown. Yeah. Williamstown, yeah, you know that yes. port, yeah. That's going back a long way. I, I don't remember that now. Okay. <clears throat> Even though I heard people say that people started their journey to America. That's right. From Williamstown. Have yeah. you heard that before? Yes, Tommy Holland would be great men to be talking about. Tommy would have heard a lot of that. No, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so that's where the supplies for you to deliver would come in, is it? Correct, into oh, okay. Mount Shannon and um, Rothmore. That okay. is the stores there as oh, yes. well. Yeah. So you would probably would have had a truck on the road when nobody had a truck. Well, in the early days, we had, all yeah. right, that's right, yeah. So that must have been a huge thing as well, to have transport. I mean, because if nobody had cars or trucks or vans or anything, for you to be able to order your feedstuffs or your agricultural, you know, manure, or agricultural manure, for your manure or feedstuffs, yeah. anything, and for them to get delivered was a oh, huge exactly. plus, wasn't or, it? Oh, it was a big asset. Yeah. There's no doubt no, no about that. Yeah. Big asset, yeah. That's right. And that's how it developed further then. Okay. I mean, uh, as time went on, uh, we got into the hardware business. That's building materials and yes. all that. And all that stuff required a delivery service. Okay. Yeah. So, Tuhi's in Coast then was beginning to grow. There was a truck on the road, there was a hackney car on the road, there was right. petrol and fuel, there was a tank, Doug. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And um, for the fuel, and then the yeah. trucks were going further and further, with a license to go outside the county, maybe, and correct. outside a couple of counties. Yes, if uh, <clears throat> somebody wanted to hire a truck, you'd have to have a license. Okay, and you were mentioned there a hackney car, Jack. Did you? Um, was it your father? Was it Brian that had the hackney car? Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and I suppose there was good demand for it in those days, was there? Hmm? There was a lot of demand for hackney cars in those days. Well, there was for local uh, <clears throat> local trips, all right. And what, would it have been, you know, I, I know I used to people saying, was it Morgan's in Whitegate had a hackney Correct, car? Correct, well? you're right there, that's okay. right, yeah, that's right. And, and that would have been, you know, if there was somebody in hospital, maybe in Dublin, or if there was a funeral or something, oh, is that yes. kind of what it was used for, would you think? That's right, huh? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that was okay. used, yeah. And because um, your father used to drive that then, was it? Well, we had a... <clears throat> or was there somebody... One to fill it in the trucks. Oh, right, of course. Well, either. Yeah, to, yeah, either to walk out, yeah, okay. that's right. And um, at that stage, or at a later stage, my father bought a bigger car. Right. Uh, to the... Um, a Ford Custom. Okay. A, a big kind of vehicle. Top of the range at the time, <laughs> wasn't it? Many of those yeah. on the road. Really? No, there wasn't. That's right. Yeah. Well, he bought it. Uh, <clears throat> he, he, he was doing a bit of undertaking at the time. Okay. But he had no hearth. Right. And in, in the earlier days, with the hearth-drawn uh, hearth hearths. Okay. You see them all the time. Yes, in place, yes. In place, yeah. But a, a very elaborate ones today. Yes. So, anyhow... Um, where was I? Um, so he branched into the undertaking business as well? He did, yeah. God, he was some man, wasn't he? And he, uh, with his care then, he ran this hectic care for some time. 
The four custom. For uh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> kept it for four or five years. Right. But he decided then that he'd get a, a hearth and put it with the care. Okay. A, tra- a trailer hearth. Mm-hmm. Right. And he got this trailer hearth built. Okay. A nice set up and uh, put it with the care. And Simply. it worked all right for yeah. a while. <clears throat> but um, then, I don't know what happened then, but he converted the care itself into a hearth. The hearth. Yeah. No. And that's how it... Developed. Uh, yeah. What to call a mortal hearth. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Which, of course, you have, a won- you have a wonderful business going on now as well with the undertaking business side well, of it as right, well. But all that type of hearth now. Yes, yeah, that's right. It's kind of a one-man job, really, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh, t- that's yeah. right, yeah. And that in itself, I would imagine, made funerals a lot more simple than they were because, as you said, there was no horse and, and cart trap characters as needed you know that they could have the whole lot together then when they were organising the funeral oh that's right yeah. Yeah, you're right yeah that's yeah. right yeah and it probably brought it a little bit up market too Jack did it gosh can you remember Brian funerals with yeah. the the old style hearse I do yeah do you yeah which is about a livery gun that more well, recent years yeah you? they're making a comeback I suppose they are. In some, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's getting fashionable now, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And maybe some traveller funerals as well. It seems to be part of the culture, isn't it? Very true. Horses, I suppose. That's right, yeah. 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 Well, of course, the horses will become a bit expensive to keep them and all that too. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) Except in the the cities where they had constant go the whole time. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 Constant demand. But um, going back to the earlier days... They had, uh, when they had only the hearth and cart, which they had in um, going from the house to the graveyard and all that, uh, the, um, they usually had a woman from the village, and the, the co- she'd run along beside the hearth, or beside the c- coffin, yeah. and she'd be crying or Keen in the corner. Yes. Yeah, Keenan? I think it's Keenan the corner, yeah. yeah. That's right. And it was said that a, a woman from our place, she was supposed to, one particular lady, she was supposed to be very good at it. And she keen from our place down to Abbey. Wow. Which was about uh, 15 or 16 yeah, miles yeah. the whole way down. Nice. Yeah, that, that, I, I only had the before. old yeah. people yeah. saying yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. 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 Brian, we might take a break now for a few minutes and just play a little tune. Is that okay, just to give you a break? Grand. Great. Fine, that's fine, yeah. Thank you. Lovely. Sad are the homes Brown Gary on since they lost their giant crying and the banshee cry rings every veil along the Shannon side that city of the ancient walls the broken treaty stone undying fame surround your name 
John South and Gary Owen. Was on a free New Year's Eve as the shades of night came down. That lay in store. They were fighting for old Ireland to claim their very own. And the foremost of that gallant band was South Bungario. But the sergeants fired their daring plan. He spied them through. So business was growing then, and you met I your did. wife, Eileen. I did, yeah. Right, you That's want to tell us about that? At, I was just about 20 years of age. We were no. both 20, actually. And she, she they, they had a smart shop down near Loch Ray. So she was kind of youthful in that line, too. <laughs> <laughs> Very romantic, as you get that right. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow... Um, she was well-trained, so... Time went on, and so we got married, and... And, and she was an asset to the business now, I must say. Yeah, and she had a, a bit of experience herself in okay. talking to people. And Behind every good man there's a good woman, isn't but, that what they say, Brian? I'd have, to say, I'd have <laughs> to say that, all right, now I couldn't say anything else, yeah. Great. That's right. And like your own family then, there was three boys and three girls. Three boys to and family. three girls, that's Very right, good. yeah. Yeah. And um, I saw <coughs> the girls have gone their own way and they're married and... Um, the boys, 
John is in the, in the bed and Bernard is along with him. He, Bernard isn't married and John is married to a, a fairly local girl, nice girl of course, again. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, and Vincent is farming. Oh, Vincent is farming, right. yeah. That's right, yeah. Right. He's living near enough too. So yeah. they're all, uh, they're really nearer than around us. Good, not too far One girl is in Italy and another lady down in um, Wicklow. Okay. That's the farthest they are. The other girl in Barnesloe, so they're back and forth fairly often. Nice to have the few around you, isn't well, it? Well, to the help, yeah. it was, uh, at this stage, anyhow, they're helping us out sure as best they can. And and we'll say, Brian, when you took over the business, did you always intend taking it over from your, your dad? Well, I didn't, because I didn't... Um, I didn't know that he intended to take it okay. over. But it worked out that... It, I was there for it, and uh, it suited him, and it suited me, I'd say, you know. Just mm-hmm. fell into place. Yeah, and we were, I was interested in it then, when Good. it came the way, like, you know. Yeah. Because probably when you were a, stu- a student, you used to help out at weekends and things, I'd imagine, oh, there, so oh, you were oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's well right. involved. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah. And at that time, then, Ireland was changing, changing fast. Family life, rural life was all... Big, big changing. Big changes, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And the business was growing with it and ahead of it. Well, it was, I'd have to twice, yeah, that's right. And uh, we were getting into um, more supplies the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was ex- expanding the whole time, all right, yeah. And, and we had great staff. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And for a long time, but I suppose, business was pen and paper. Oh, pen Everything. and paper. Right. There were no computers anymore. No, no. <laughs> and that no. was to mark another huge change. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it bypassed me any. I wasn't able to handle it. I just managed the computer, ch- ch- uh, charging out stuff in, in the shop. Printing the receipts well, or whatever. Yeah. That's right. But yeah. Other than that, I wouldn't be able to do anything on it. But you could delegate. You had lots of help. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's, uh, there's no doubt about that. All right. You said you had great staff. Oh, but I, I'd like to, <laughs> uh, to elaborate on that a little more. Yeah. yeah. But so some of the staff are with you for a while. So. Oh, we have, uh, yeah. You're very loyal uh, staff there for years, I'd say, staff. Brian. And um, we, um, we're very fortunate. In my time, in my earlier years, my father did all the book work and, okay. and um, kept the accounts and all going. Yes. So somebody thought when he'd be gone, that we'd never get another like him. Of course. So anyhow, I paddled away on my own for a while. Doing the whole lot. And trying to do the whole lot. And sure, I wasn't able to Tough job. Yeah. be coming too much for me. So anyhow, um, one morning my wife was at Mass in Whitegate and she met this lady and she was talking and this lady was asking for me, how was I getting on? Yes. Uh, he'd killed working, she said. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do, she said. He's up half the night trying to do books and everything, so he's not able to do it at all. So anyhow... Um, well, I know that the nice girl now and the good girl, uh, if you had her, she'd look after you. And, and she'd be 
a very good girl for you. Nice, quiet girl. Right, suitable, very suitable. Very suitable. So, because when Eileen came home, when she came home from Mass, she told me. Right. First thing she told me. So we got Monday morning came, I went to that house and I asked her to talk to this girl. And uh, she said she'd have a go on you and see what, how we got on. Okay. And, and who was it? Tell us. But Marion Tracy. No. She no, no relation to the men sitting here beside us, I, is it? I, is I, she? I didn't know. I didn't know her beforehand. Yeah. Until that first, that the first time I met her, she came from a place called in Ovens in Cork to a place called Furness in Whitegate. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about going from a frying pan into the fire. <laughs> That's right. And okay. um, but from that day to this, Marion is. Our full boss. Brilliant down there, uh, yeah. Brilliant. That's the word. Fantastic. I have to say that. I'm not saying that now in front of... Yes. No, no, you're uh, not saying uh, it just because of, uh, of the company uh, we're in. That, that is true. So she, how long would she be with you, Brian? What she, year did she, she start? Run, she run the place on her own. Go away. Yeah. No, very organised. So it's like do we were feeling about my father. I don't know when Merlin goes... Uh, What's going to happen? I, I'm not going to... You won't to, worry about it, Brian. That won't happen, yeah. So how long but, is Merlin with you? Brian, what year did she start? Oh, she, oh God, I'm no good thinking of the years. Would you know She's Jack? there a while. She's there ah. a while. Yeah. It's, it's over 40 years, I know. A couple of decades. Yeah. Oh, right. I did, yeah. I, was, oh, well yeah. So I think now you overlooked your your work on the computer and IT and barcodes and card payments and all of that modern kind of IT stuff. You have mastered it all. Oh, yes, I didn't. I, 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 no, I wouldn't think so, John. Well, no. No, um... But um, Marilyn has mastered all that. But she, she probably helped you along. You probably showed her and then she showed you. What do you it works both ways, doesn't it? You'd, you'd ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Brian, you, you also, I mean, you've so much in the shop. It has developed so much over the years. Where, when did the auctioneering business come into it, that side of it? Uh, about 1958, I'd say. Okay. About that, I think. And what yeah. made you decide to take that on board? Well, um, my father said to me, one day, you should take out an auctioneer's license. Okay. I said, I said, I don't know, I'm sure. There's much selling around here, he said. I yes. said, there'll be always places selling, he said. Of course. And if you do a good, honest business, you'll get sales. So I took the license and it worked well. Yes. And then... Uh, passed it on to John. Well, my name might be on the board, all right. They're giving me nothing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, John took on a fellow by the name Noel Hogan. Of course, well known. Oh, yeah. he's a very good fellow. And he, and Noel does most of the business now. And they're getting on fine. Yeah. Well, it's a very yeah. successful auctioneering business you have. Oh, Don't be knocking it at all. It really is very successful. Yeah, it worked out well, yeah. like, and... Uh, I was very fortunate with um, being near Lockdown in my time. Mm, of course. We had a lot of Germans coming mm. and looking for bits of property. That's money. And uh, well, they had money, well, it might be small money to them, but it was big money to us at the time, of course, you know. Yeah. They were buying sites yeah. and, yeah. And you see, it's in a very good area because you have South Galway and you have. All of Clare. Do you know what I mean? You cover a great area for well, anything. It's the business helped the auctioneering too. Like you know, you got to know people and yeah. yeah. 
That's right. And I suppose the funeral side of it, to be quite blunt about it, helps as well, doesn't it? Well, that's true, too. You know? yeah, one thing helps another. Yes, other. yeah. That, that's very right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So they uh, all kind of work in conjunction with each other, don't they? They do, yeah. That's yeah. right. And uh, usually, um, after funerals, there's usually evaluations to be done. Of course, yeah. And uh, the auctioneering comes in very handy that yeah, way. Yeah, it works hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, for both customers and... Yes, it suits everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. So what year did you retire from the business, Brian? Or are you still involved in the business, should I say? You're still behind the counter in that time, aren't you? Well, sure. Look, I'm there. I'm knocking around. I just put down the day. But isn't it great meeting and greeting and having the chat? To the nice pastime. Yeah. That's right. So how would I do otherwise? I mean, I couldn't re- retire and sit down. Oh, no, no. It's no, been often no, enough. I go, for wa- <clears throat> I go for walks. Right. Quite a bit. Like, okay. Weather permitting most days. Uh, yes, yeah, it's yeah, good to yeah. get out. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And do you find it hard now going into the shop, you know, and, and that everything is working away without you? Or do you are, you are you delighted, obviously, to see the next generation oh, taking God. over? Oh, <coughs> well, I'd be happy to see it, see it going well. Oh, yeah. And we have uh, <coughs> have a great staff now, as I mentioned already. Yes. Marrying herself and the others are very good too, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, in our chat today now, Brian, you certainly they have a, a programme on TV that they call Reeling in the Years. But you have certainly reeled in the decades today from from Ireland in the 1940s through the economic war, through the changes that happened in the 50s to the electrification, to the growth and the expansion of things up to the present day. You've seen a lot of changes in your lifetime. Oh, a lot of changes is right. And I suppose all for the better. While while we um, miss some of the old ways and style of living, we have advanced at the same time. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you would feel that all the changes that you've seen, Brian, have been for the better. There's nothing that you'd say, oh, God, I wish we went back to the old way of doing things, is there? Well, I suppose for some <clears throat> things to be nice to be back to the old ways, uh, just one example would be people no longer visit houses yeah. at mm. night. Mm. I mean, it is a, a big visit now or nothing. Yes. So no casual visiting. Yeah, you've nearly to ring ahead now, haven't you? Oh, you have. Yeah. Correct. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. People long ago did this walk in and. Um, oh, was it on court or something? Was it? And then, if you yeah. were sitting down beside the fire, they'd say, "Get up and let me sit down there." <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's more casual. And they would. Yeah. Yeah. And people today are Russian. Oh, oh all Russian, that's right. Yeah, people yeah. call into your shop now and it's a race to go in when they get it <coughs> oh, and they rack out yeah. and on the go again. Uh, you're right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Would you think a lot of that would have to do with the fact that a lot, I won't say most, a lot of farmers are also working off the farm as well so that they're trying to get everything done then in a confined time? Well, they are. That's why they have off-farm jobs and all that and trying to keep going and they're busy. They are. But... Um, well, the farming has advanced a lot too. Yes, mm. ocean machinery. Oh, all oh. you have to do is look at your yard below all the machinery, all the gates, ah, yeah, all the but it's, uh, there's a lot of uh, more modern machinery out there too, and it's very high-spec stuff. 
expensive stuff. I, expensive stuff is right, and um, a lot of the farmers are adapting to the good farmers, the bigger farmers. Yes. I mean, I once yeah. said a good one, but the bigger ones, yes. yeah. Well, of course, it makes life easier for them too as well, in all fairness, mm. doesn't it? It makes life a lot easier for them as well. Oh, got to do it, yeah. Get things done in yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a very technical and specialised yeah. job now. The farming. Very. Oh yeah, I oh, yeah. got it, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. But things are a bit. We're a bit away from robots around your yard yet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they, <they're laughs> no place for many years. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Brian, another thing as well is the generation. You know, the lads will say you. Um, you were the fourth generation, so John and Brent Bernard are the fifth generation involved in the in the family business. So we'll say John's son Ronan. I know himself and John. They they breed and they show a lot of cemeteries. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and they're doing really really well with that. I saw they're doing know. a bit anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. So are, is Ronan involved in the business as well, or? He's not at the moment, okay. but he, he he said he's going to when he hadn't as much to do on the farm. That he if might he come in. Okay. Well, no. I mean, that would be six generations then. Told you. Okay. If that, if that yeah. happens that way, for sure. He might, yeah. <coughs> all going well. But, sure. do, but in relation to them breeding the cattle, do you have any input into that at all, Brian? Would you ever go to the shows with them or anything? I don't. I sure wouldn't. Okay. Uh, I'd like to. I'll keep in. Yeah. They tell me what's happening. Yes, but, yeah. You keep in but, touch. And I'd yeah. see them, but I wouldn't uh, be going to the shows. No, no. Yes, yes, and yeah. And I wouldn't be helping out. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do any work on the farm or anyhow. Yes, yeah. But you yeah, can supervise. Yeah. Pardon? You can supervise. Well, I don't know. Would my supervision be. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure you show them a lot. They wouldn't be where they are today only for you, in fairness, and, and what you have show them yourself and your wife I'm sure uh, yeah. you know it has uh, been ingrained in them over the years yeah. <clears throat> I sure um oh the cemental cattle is a big is a big thing now with Ronan Tui in particular yeah. it is, attending but shows abroad and oh, but he's, yeah. he's inclined to change a bit now to different breeds okay Okay. Uh, had a few different breeds. Right. Yeah. He's spreading his wings. Well, they got a, look great prices anyway. I've seen some of them. We attend shows uh, on yeah, a much smaller scale, yeah, but they do very, very well. Some of them really are, well. Yeah. yeah. But it's a big business. It's I an expensive t- business, I even t- to be travelling and partaking. Uh, it doesn't all happen. Uh, oh no! It's, it takes years to breed. A lot of work goes yeah. into it, and um, yeah. expensive enough uh, to yeah. with feed stuffs now and yeah. fertilizer and. Yeah. So yeah. people don't realise that when they hear that you got a great money for an animal, a bull or a heifer or something, and they say, oh, they got such a good price. They don't realise all the money that has been put into getting the animal where it is today. That's right, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, but, um, <clears throat> so you kind of go for your little walk every day. And you must, like, when you're going for your walk, and even in the shop, Brian, you must meet a lot of people that you would have it's like you and the generation thing you're talking to maybe grandchildren of people that would have been customers of yours it's generation people with it's a generation thing with customers as well as yourselves is it oh yeah but as i said i must meet a lot of people i go for a walk yes i don't meet anybody do you not <laughs> in the particular walk i take okay you're going a very quiet road down there so that's a, 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 a well it'll be a roughish road Around the land. Okay. And uh, and that's long enough for me. And I go walk and I meet nobody. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's your kind of your own time, isn't it? Well, yeah. my, my own time and yeah. talk to myself and yeah. go along. Yeah. And would your wife ever go for walks with you now? No. She, no, she got a bit of a knockout. Well, she had a back problem there some years ago. Right. And, and uh, COVID came in then and 
she's just stood out much at all now. Oh, okay, okay. No. <clears throat> so, but I mean, she helped build up the business over the years, as you said. She had lots of experience in the same trade. Oh, she and did. She no, was yeah, always there no, to the no forefront. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she was. Yeah, but um, she, uh, she. When COVID came, she, she missed this bridge. She was playing bridge. Oh, Maybe okay. you played yourself. I no, know. no. Yeah. But she had two of her bridge friends yesterday called to her. Lovely. And that gave her a boost. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Well, of course, you were all very well ingrained. The whole family were ingrained in the community down there in different organisations. And, you know, you're always fantastic if there's any sponsorship needed for anything as well. You know, you're... You're, you're all pillars of the community, really, I suppose, Jack. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, it's yeah. very much a hub. Ah, yeah. It has been, yeah. A very small pillar. No, no. Yeah. no, 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 not yeah. at all, not at all. You said your daily walk now is a very important part of the day. Well, it is now. I yeah. like it. I like it, yeah. You're That's not right. a smoker anymore. No. But you were for a well, while. I did it for about 30 years. Okay. okay. Yeah. And you'd be a non-drinker. Correct, yeah. Always. I, yeah, always, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I got off the cigarettes because I had to get off them. Yes, mm-hmm. for health reasons, uh, yeah. The doctor put, yeah. told me that I had yeah. got a bit of a turn in the heart. And, yeah. and you probably feel a lot better for all, all the better for that. I would, yeah. yeah. I did have a cough, but um, I hope I, I was wish, hoping I wouldn't get a cough here among you this morning. Oh, no, no, you did very well. Well, I know, but if I get this cough, I've, I nearly have to... I, Go off on the side. I know, yeah, just you, to you, clear, you, you would course. like to be listening yeah. to me. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, in our chat now, Brian, we've covered and maybe and skipped over a few things. I'm going to mention your sporting career, which you don't want to refer to it at all. But, Marie, in Garbally I wasn't told College... I too much when I was asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There'd be some people who would say, an excellent rugby player. Wow. Today, if somebody plays in Toman Park, like, they are pretty handy. <laughs> he played in Toman Park. Really? Yeah, yeah. part of a great... Uh, White gets senior hurling team during the 50s and was also maybe featured with Tommy Larkins now and again. You know, <laughs> he was on the edge of both, he wasn't was, he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that uh, kind of cut between two. And, uh, and isn't that you're here now? Be very careful now. <laughs> but, but I preferred White Gate, but I was, you see, Tommy Larkins were in Galway. Yes. And I had to, <clears throat> yeah, but I preferred to hurl at White Gate and oh, I missed yeah. out. When I wasn't hurling with them for the when they won the co- when yes. they won the championship, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that was a wonderful era for the white get hurlers. Right, yeah, that was fifty-seven yeah. or eight to sixty-one or two. Correct, yeah, that's great right. Time. And you were part yeah, of that. That's yeah. right. Oh, good that time. And remember the year the one before that, the team that won it before. Yes, nineteen fifty. Fifty. <clears throat> I played at that team. Would you believe it? Really. But on the challenge, I think they were, they were playing Gart in a challenge game. They were playing in Gart. Uh, 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 I'm not sure who they were. I didn't even know the lads on the team. Right. I was in Galbaugh at the time. Yeah. Father Jack brought me out there. He said, <coughs> Father Jack, he saw them. Yes, yes, yeah. He said to me one day, he was teaching the college. And uh, this uh, Sunday morning, he said, there was a particular uh, point, a uh, tree in, in the in Garbally. He said, be out of that big tree, he said, at 12 o'clock, and I'll collect you and have your hurling togs and boots. So I did. Off we went, anyhow, to court. 
said, why can you up there and go to and the white one show, he said. You must have been very young at the time. I was, but they were short, some of their players. Right. Didn't bother Numbers were very tight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you didn't have I, to be a registered that team. That right. yeah. You didn't have to be a registered player, so obviously, if you could twiddle between Tommy Larkins I, and Whitegate, did I you? I could, and sure, uh, <laughs> even, <clears throat> as I said, Garbin was an awful uh, rugby college okay. or school that had much time for the hurling. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me, when it came to <coughs> hurling and the holidays in the clubs and that, uh, there was another fellow from Garberry and myself, we were <coughs> having to go to Galway Minors. Right. And we were being trained with them. And, but I know <laughs> this particular evening we were playing Clareton Bridge. We were playing Clare the same evening. And... Uh, <coughs> After the game, and you, <coughs> this priest, he was uh, involved in the county board. He was an awful GA man. The band was on now at the time. Indeed. And he called at the party. He says, don't come in anymore now, he says. Once you give up your rugby. Oh, <laughs> so no. that, that finishes with the hurling there. That was the end of that. <coughs> Well, listen, Brian, it has been an absolute pleasure. Jack and myself have really enjoyed it. And thank you very much, Jack, only for you. We wouldn't have, have Brian in our presence mm. today. I've really enjoyed it. I've heard stories today that I've never heard before. I think I will, it was this lady with the funeral, the Keenan. Never heard that yeah. before. <coughs> that was most interesting. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've, you're a font of knowledge. You really, really are. And I'm, I'm not, if, I, if, I, if I could deliver it. Oh, you to, did to, it, yeah. delivered it very, very well. Yeah. And, and you've <coughs> done so well. And like it seems to stem from it's a generation thing because your father was a very enterprising man, but no well, more than yourself. I mean, with the auctioneer's I, I, license yeah. and everything. And you've built up a wonderful business down there. You're, it's, it's just a credit to your community and your family well, and, and the whole uh, yeah. lot. Oh, you've got on all right, you know. yeah. We so listen, know. hopefully you can tune into Scarf Bay Community Radio down there. Sorry. Hopefully you can tune into Scarif Bay Community Radio down there in Coos. Oh, yeah, I'd have to tune Absolutely. into it now, anyhow. They'll be tuning in initially where Olive is. Oh, yeah, do you want to say hello to them? Martina will pick it up in Wicklow. Yeah. Right. And maybe we'll reach Bell in the Slow. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Anita, <coughs> yeah. So we'll give them all our regards. Yeah, I'd three have girls to, and the three boys. And I'll tell them the reception I got here. It was lovely. Great. Great. No, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Brian, thank you so much. It has been a privilege. Thank oh, you very, yeah, very I'm much. I'm delighted. Now, now I, I didn't know what it before me, but I, Jacko made it very easy for me. No. Well, now that yeah. you have yeah. come you once. you have done yourself here now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. The man on the controls, Jim Collins, is the... The he's controller in general of everything that goes on. He's the big well, boss. So, yeah. Well, <coughs> he might show a little bit of it. It'll be too bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> He'll cut out the good bits, maybe, Brian. Exactly, yeah. That's Listen, right. Thank you so much for coming into us this morning on Scarf Bay Community Radio for this episode of East Clare Life with Brian Toohey from Toohey's and Coos. So from Jack Tracy and myself, Marie McNamara, and our men in the control tower, Jim Collins, thank you very, very much and take care. Well, thanks thank again. You, and happy Christmas uh, to you. Many happy returns. Oh. Thank you. Well, I, I, I wasn't thinking that I get a reception like this at all. I, I didn't, no, a natural light. Uh, lovely. Absolutely. It's only no. a chat. Lovely, yeah. yeah. East Clare Life is sponsored by James and David Corbett, Agricultural Contractors, Scarif. <laughs>